Hi all, it's Dr. Laura Heap here and welcome to Five to Thrive. Today we are going to be talking about both the benefits of and the different ways you can use that mental strengthening exercise called sifting. Now the benefits of sifting, number one, it's simply a need of the mind and it's number two on the healthy mind platter labeled as time in or that mindful meditation time that really ultimately we all need to maintain our mental well-being. The reason we need time in quote unquote or time doing the sifting is because it actually integrates the mind and brain and acts as a resistance training circuit for all those aspects of the mind and the brain that we need to be able to power up on their own separately, be able to coordinate and connect on a regular basis for maximizing our potential in day-to-day life. So the different aspects that we're integrating is the upstairs and the downstairs brain, which helps us self-regulate and have emotional regulation. And it also produces insight because we know what's going on with ourselves physically and we're bringing that into full awareness consciously, which is another way of integrating the upstairs and the downstairs brain, doing a body scan. It will also integrate the right and the left side of the brain or the emotion centers with the language and logic centers, which truly, truly promotes fear modulation and emotional regulation in our lives. It will also help us integrate the past and the present by bringing those memories labeled as implicit memories that are acting beneath consciousness that the brain is trying to be helpful by recalling and bringing into the present moment. But we need to bring those into full awareness and integrate the present moment and what we're focusing on and what's happening around us with some of those past memories that the brain is pulling from its archives. And when we bring those into full awareness so that they're not operating under the surface of consciousness, then we can decide, is this a relevant past experience that can help me in the present moment? Or do I need to set it aside and just take a look at what's going on in the here and now and react to that without the memory muddying the waters? Next up, we also want to use this sifting to shift from a distressed state to a positive or productive state which really is ultimately integrating the react mode of our central nervous systems with the calm, open to connection, clear headed zone. And that will give us response flexibility, which ultimately is what a lot of people view as mental strength. And then having all of these present sets the stage for empathy and tuning into other people, as well as plugging into the bigger picture of life and the world around you, which is moral awareness. Now, this sifting exercise, which I'm really hoping that you've already tried by going to Dr. Daniel Siegel's site and doing the Consolidated Wheel of Awareness, which I have the link in our description of the podcast today. But you can use this sifting in many different ways. Number one, you can use it by just sitting down and sifting what's my state of mind in the here and now. Or you can use it by sifting a past event by recalling a time you were extremely happy and sifting that or recalling a time that you had a distressed state of mind or maybe you overreacted to something. You can sift it to try and figure it out as well. These things will give you insight into yourself. Another way you can use it is 
You can recall a time that you were using one of your signature strengths or you were in a great state of mind that was very helpful to you and you can sift it to make it more accessible to you. Because if we know the physical aspects of that state of mind, like what happens to us physically when we're there, what imagery will put us there, what feelings are associated with it, and what are the thoughts that circulate in your head when you're in that strength-based or great state of mind, well, it makes it a lot more accessible to you because you're familiar with it. In my corporate well-being program, I meet with participants individually to go through exercises and activities that I've developed to help people implement the concepts in each session in a practical app way. And so in this particular session for individual meeting, I kick it off with identifying six productive, helpful states, some of which are associated with a person and signature strengths because each signature strength is associated with a state of mind that helps us utilize that strength. And so I want you guys to do that today. If you can grab a pen and paper or pull out the notes on your phone, I want you to think about your day and what states of mind do you get into that are most helpful to you and come up with around six states of mind that you would like to sift on a regular basis. And you can kind of just go through those sequentially. I mean, start on Monday with one and then Tuesday with a different state. Wednesday, Thursday, you can sift these strength-based states or these productive states of mind and therefore make them more familiar and more accessible to you on a regular basis. So here's a couple of questions you can consider as you're trying to come up with these six things. What state of mind would you like to be in when you're hanging out with people you're close to? I mean, do you want to be in a loving state, in a kind state, in a compassionate state, in a focused and in the present moment state of listening? What would be a great state of mind to bring into your relationships? Number two, what states of mind are helpful when you're working or studying or learning or trying to be super productive? So is it focused? Is it goal orientated? Is it creative problem solving mode? Is it a curiosity that you want to bring into play? And look at your signature strengths as well and just make sure that we're not missing anything. How about when you're in class? Do you want to be in a focused, attentive, actively listening state? Curiosity is a great one to bring into play there. But scan your list of signature strengths and see are there any states of mind that are helpful when you're actually attending a lecture? And then finally, when you're alone and needing to recharge or rest, or when you really need a little fun, what does that look like? And what are some of those states of mind? I mean, do you need to be at peace? Do you need a quiet state? Do you need a calm and you know worry-free zone in your life so that you can rest and recharge? So what does that look like? In addition to thinking through some of these different facets of your life and different scenarios, you could just simply scan the list of your signature strengths and see, is there a state of mind that you would like to make more accessible so that you can use that signature strength more? 
Because again, each one of our signature strengths has an accompanying state of mind that allows us to utilize it. And when you're sifting these different strength-based or helpful states of mind, you want to be on the lookout for what are some of those hallmark different aspects of the sift that will really allow you to go into that state with greater ease and efficiency. So I'm hoping sometime today you'll choose one of these positive productive states off of your six good state lists. Recall a time you were in that mode recently and sift it for about five minutes today. Now, if you need help doing that, you can go to Dr. Daniel Siegel's website and he has a seven minute consolidated wheel of awareness exercise that's an audio that you can utilize. Keep in mind, however, this is going to feel weird and unnatural at first, but if you practice it, eventually it will become second nature and it's going to be so beneficial, I guarantee it is time well spent. Now in the next episode, we're going to begin discussing how you can use sifting to shift from an unhelpful state to a helpful one, which we covered in our group session, but there are some refinements to this process that I want to make sure that you don't miss out on. 